Aloha and hello there, Ohana. It is your it is your Capitan. Very excited. This is the first ever official recording ever where I actually have more than like Kayla with me. I have two amazing dudes with me to talk. What you need to know about Ahsoka before Ahsoka comes out. I have, I would say, the captain, the owner, the heart and soul of the Wave podcast. I have Dante Fraza. How are you doing, sir? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good, I'm good man. I'm good. Good. It's been a long good. night with you guys. Yeah. Figure this out. Get this thing set up. <laughs> and then I'm joined by the one and only, I would say, the Zach Efron doppelganger. <laughs> Drop the name, baby. Evan Peters. What's up? How we doing? Let's go, man. I'm excited about this episode. So Evan is in town from, he lives in Philly, but he's been, is it Philly? Technically? Uh, a little bit, little bit north of Philly. Tell everybody outside of the state that I'm from Philly. It's just as living, bad. Just as bad as Philly. Living, living down in Perry Hall right now. So he's in, he was in Washington State for a couple months. He's like, yo, I'm coming to Bel Air. So I'm like, we got to record an episode of three of us because we're all three good pals. So I'm very excited about this episode. We're going to talk about Ahsoka. We're going to talk about everything we need to know. All the goods. Kind of what we expect, what we're excited for, what we might be a little skeptical about, all that good stuff. Good old Lady Tano. Oh, she's Snips. Yeah, sure. Snips. Lady Tano. She is the bee's knees. She is everything. She is the queen. She is the queen of Star Wars right now. I know that it was Princess Leia, but you all agree that it's it's as it's a Ahsoka Tano. Now. She's. I, I would say for for the new wave, the new generation oh, of Star Wars. Nice. nice, the new wave. That yeah. was that was clever. Yeah. Plug God, so plug. Um, <laughs> for the for the new wave of Star Wars, I would certainly say she is the heir apparent to the the female lead mm-hmm. as far as that goes. Because you're right. Like for for the longest time, it really was Leia, just because she was the OG. Mm-hmm. But now, after everything, the the sequels, albeit I don't think they're as bad as a lot of people do. Nope, I agree. I know you're kind of the same boat as me. But oh. the sequels are what they are. Uh, Ray kind of, I think, is what they wanted that to be. But I think now it's very clear between Filoni's involvement and everything that they're doing through TV that Ahsoka really is up for that mantle. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We have popcorn. So if you hear punch him, because we're growing out and having it's popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> um, I agree 100%. I think. They saw the success and the love that she got at the end of Clone Wars season seven, and I don't think that they were ready for that amount of love. And they're like, "Oh my god, we have Ray, one thousand percent." And they're like, "But Ray is supposed to be the new like female lead." Nope, it's not. I I would be hard pressed to find any Star Wars fan right now. You would ask them. You have a room of ten, and you say, "Who would you rather be the next face of Star Wars for the female lead, Ahsoka or Ray?" Nine out of ten would say Ahsoka. I think it's just you have a lot more people that dislike Ray than you have that dislike Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. I can't think of really anybody that dislikes her outside no. of an original trilogy hard hardest. Now, I will say, I don't, I don't know anybody that falls into this category, but I think there may be people out there whose first exposure to Ahsoka, like myself, was the Clone Wars movie. Oh, which I don't know if I know you've probably oh, seen yeah. it, Mark Evan. I don't know if you've seen it. Yep. Ugh, I think that almost made me want to completely disavow Star Wars in its entirety because that was straight up disrespectful. It was really bad. Like it, it was so bad, it made me want to call my mother and apologize for shit that I didn't even do. Yeah, uh, and she—that's her first appearance. Yeah. So you're like, Ew. yeah, that was literally the first time we ever saw Ahsoka in any sort of canonized Star Wars lore. Yeah. And I think what's special about her is that this is, we all know, like, look, Ben Solo was a great character. We love Ben Solo. Ray was a great character. But we love Anakin and Obi-Wan. We love them. 
They're the heart and soul. They're the heart and soul of Star Wars. So if we have someone that has a huge connection to them, that is more resonating to me to care about that character than someone like Ray, who has, and I know some people are going to disagree, and that's perfectly fine, but like, she has no connection to those two. No, I think that's a good point. I think that's a good point because like you, you know, you bring up Ray. I think that's honestly my biggest issue with not only Rise of Skywalker, but the sequels as a whole. Like I personally loved the idea of Ray being a nobody, her literally just coming from nowhere because the whole theme of hope can come from anywhere is literally the foundation of Star Wars as a whole. So the fact that Ryan Johnson was trying to run with that and, you know, Disney, their board, their execs, whoever made the decision nice. was saying, no, we need to find a way to bring back in all the people that didn't like Star Wars going in a different direction because of Ryan Johnson. And then they made her a Palpatine trying to connect to that sentimentality. I think that's exactly what made people like me dislike mm-hmm. the Rise of Skywalker and in turn dislike the sequels as a whole. Yep. So I think you're right. Like bringing that sort of inherent foundation tying her into, like you said, the heart and soul being Obi-Wan and Anakin Skywalker and, you know, the 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 really paramount characters from this franchise, I think it inherently increases her value and really her her reason for existing within the universe. Mm-hmm. And it makes the connection with Luke even more prevalent. A thousand percent. Like, Luke, the Luke yeah. is connected to Ahsoka. Like, that connection that happened in Book of Boba Fett was so, like, oh, my God. Well, I think that everybody's more emotionally invested in Ahsoka than they were with any of the sequels, just because, especially if you've watched Clone Wars, you get all that buildup. You see her relationship with Anakin develop. You see oh, her go God. from this arrogant youngling to someone that gets blamed for um, the Jedi temple bombing and then ultimately leaves the order, that emotional scene with her and Anakin. A great bargain scene. Phenomenal. Just incredible. But like every, you're much more emotionally invested in Ahsoka's story and her character development. And then eventually when she gets tied into rebels Rebels, and you see her with Ezra and her her battle with Vader and how that goes. No, you said Vader there. Was, wow. There are three men in this room that agree that Vader and Anakin are separate people. They're separate. Now, 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 hold on, hold on. Before I high five, I have to, sp- I have to add some clarity. My whole standpoint on that point has been not that they're necessarily separate people because you get into the biology of it, obviously. Separate souls in the same body. My whole argument has always been, and I don't care who wants to refute this, I'll, I'll, be on this hill until the day I die. Anakin and Darth Vader are separate characters yes. within the Star Wars universe. Yes. Like, yes. And, and to me, to me, yes. if we're going completely on a tangent here, but to me, it is a very explicit line that is drawn from when Anakin dies, quote unquote, or is gone, and when Vader becomes Vader, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's the moment. That he comes off of a knee and rises in Revenge of the Sith. Different character. The 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 person that slaughtered the younglings, that was Darth Vader. Yeah. Yep. And and like I said, I, I will stand on this hill until the day that I die. I agree. That's all I want. Yeah, now. High five. Yeah. High five. Yeah. Yeah. High five. <laughs> well, see, we all agree. <laughs> but yes, as you said. Ahsoka, we we learned so much more about her and we love so much more about her because we've gotten so much good content. I mean, just in Rebels, her arc in Rebels, going from being, she is the leader of the Rebels as being Vulcrum to facing Vader on Malachor, 
And that whole that whole dialogue, and she's like, mm. "I will revenge my master," and he's like, "That's not the Jedi way." She's like, I am no Jedi. Jedi. Mm. Just amazing. Mm. I fucking love it. It's bone, it's bone chilling. Chill. Oh, chill. It's so good. So hey, before we go any further, though, I just remembered we didn't do your your normal. Oh, uh, grateful for it. Your oh, mantras. So much. Oh my god. I was thinking. About All right, see, I listen to the show. Say thanks. All right. Thanks. Fine. Good night. Good night. I like. That was an eight, nine. That was a nine-minute tangent. We just went a little circle for you. I was just a a teasing of what you're going to get. It was a good old ball rub right there. All right. So let's do do our big deep breath. And then we're going to do a member of our double inhale. Dr. Huberman talks about it. It helps, you know, increase the the lung sac. Sex. (laughs) But it helps us relax a little bit more. So here we go. Big inhale. Big exhale. Um, a little. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go around. Oh, wow. Let me. Wow. What? What do we think? Well, let's start off with good old Dante. Um. Mm, I. You know what? I today especially, I'm thankful for house music. Uh, I went on a, a bit of a house music bender over the last couple of days and listened to. Shout out to. Two DJs out of I think Minnesota is where they're from called Twin Sick. Uh, they just put out their new. They just put out a new yeah. mix. It's like an hour hour long mix. Uh, I listened to it in the gym yesterday. Also, Shaq, aka DJ Diesel, put out his first album today, full uh, dubstep album. I think it's like twelve songs, uh, and it was fire. I was headbanging in the gym all by myself, solo dolo. So yeah, today I'm thankful for house music. Awesome. I'm thankful for Philly sports because I'm here with two Baltimore sports fans, and I want to get them all riled up. So, uh, yeah, go Birds, go Phils, go Union, go Flyers, go Sixers. Go anyone who's come in second place over the last year. Well, at least we've been in the championship. That's true. I mean, we've got us there. It's got a hell of a lot of participation trophies, too. Mm -hmm. And we've got a Super Bowl in this century, so. Yeah, we have two. Not in this century. Yes, we do. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) you want to go two and two. I was thinking. I was thinking the World Series. That's oh, no, that okay. Was, that yeah, was World Series. Yeah, yeah. That's, World Series. This is the first time we've been good in my lifetime. So you yeah, I mean, that's that's what I was talking about. Um, I get my sports mixed up. Uh, I am thankful for these two men. I have so much fun hanging out with these two, especially together. It is it is something special. Let me tell you that it is. Uh, the universe was not ready for the amount of small dick energy in this room right now. It's so, a canon event. Speak for yourself. It's a canon event. You can't, can't change it. <laughs> so, um, no. no no Catholic Poppy updates. No, no. Merch. I was going to say, what? Say. Merch just came out. Merch, baby. We got some shirts. They're dope looking. They're on sale now. If you want them, please contact. We are going through a third party, so I can't really put it on my website at the moment. So we're posting it. If you want some, just send us a message. All shirts and sizes. Um, colors kind of vary, so let us know what color you might want, and we can see if we have it. What but colors you got, Mark? We got them off. I think we got, let's see, black, white, and gray. Navy blue, royal blue, and I think red. So, mm. yeah. Make a great Christmas gift. It would make a great Christmas gift. Yes. So, go get them shirts. So, now let's dive in. I'm ready to talk. I'm ready to talk. So, so we have. Let's run it up. Well, we've already been talking. So, so Ahsoka is premiering next Wednesday. It's upcoming Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday. 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 That's correct. We're all watching it on Fridays so my boys can watch it with us as a group because we usually watch Star Wars together. But, uh, what I think the thing I'm most excited for about this series is that Dave Filoni himself has said, this is basically Rebels season five. And if you know anything about me, Rebels is unapologetically his least favorite series. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Watch, take it back. I'm going to end. It is my favorite. I there. 
I can't talk highly enough about what Rebels is. And can we agree that it, is it all of our favorite TV shows? Um, like no, it's Star Wars TV shows. It's see, it's tough for me to say because I think as, as quality over quantity, it it for sure is better than Clone Wars. Wars. Yes, mm-hmm. because I, Clone Wars for the emotional. My that I my have. whole thing, oh, my whole thing with Clone Wars is I think the standard deviation with Clone Wars between the highs and the lows is much greater. Like the highs in Clone Wars are really, really high, but also the lows are really, really low. Like the episode we were talking about it uh, on Saturday, the episode with with Jar Jar and that high priestess or that princess queen, whoever that that sequence when he and Mace Windu went off to that planet, so bad that sucked, miserable. And then the underwater episodes, I know you don't think they were that bad, Mark. I'm I'm here to I hate to break news for you, those were terrible. There's more filler, yeah, in Clone Wars, right? And and what I think kind of benefited them them being Dave Filoni uh, Lucasfilm, the animation teams everybody who had a hand in making the two series, I think what benefited them with Rebels is about halfway through Clone Wars you could kind of feel a tonality shift Absolutely, where they were like okay, this started out being just a thing for kids but we actually have something here and we're going to kind of steer into that and make it part of the actual, like the story that we want to tell. I feel like Dave came in and said one word, Savage. Yeah. Well, I see literally that's mm. it to me. And to me, going back to the whole Anakin Vader thing, I think there's also a very distinct line in the sand when the volume kind of gets turned up on Clone Wars. And I forget the guy's name, but it's early on. I want to say in season four, there's a, a Jedi commander. Forget, I don't even know. Colin Krell, baby. Is that who I'm talking Colin about? Colin Krell. Oh, when he basically is like going rogue on his own squadron of clones mm-hmm. where he's like, hey, look, the Republic is flawed. It's bound to fail. The Jedi suck. And he just basically massacres all of his clones. Yep. That to me, I've said this for a long time, literally since I was in like high school when I first like got really, really into Star Wars. Star Wars is best when it's dark and it's gritty and it's like, for lack of a better term, vulgar. Like when 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 it's deep and it's dark, Star Wars is at its absolute best. Prime example, Rogue One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And or Jin Erso. And or and or like those characters Revenge are of the badass, yeah. right? And that's when Star Wars to me is at its best. So for something like that to happen about halfway through the series, I think that's when they realized it went from something for kids and something to just kind of entertain kids and the cartoons on Saturday mornings and whatever to, okay, let's actually use this as a vehicle to tell the story. So then when they got to the point of making Rebels, they were like, hey, let's just do that. And it worked. It did. So while I think Clone Wars had the special place in my heart because of the characters and the built-in background, objectively, I think the quality of Rebels is much better. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, I think we can all agree. I would agree so, with that. Pretty much like he said, Dave said that this is going to be season five. And that makes me excited because it's finally time for these characters to get the light that they deserve. Hera, Chopper, Sabine, oh boy, Chopper. Zeb, Chopper. Zeb, we don't know if we'll see. I don't know. I I, yeah, I'm curious now because we saw him for a split second in, what was that? Season three? It was Mando. Season yeah. three of Mando. And he was doing what? Yeah. He was like a New Republic yeah, pilot. He was a New Republic. Yeah, he was a New he Republic in- pilot working with like the uh, the outpost defense. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, it's time. And for all of you that don't know, Ezra is an amazing character that I'm ready. He is going to be the new next, he's going to be the new Luke Skywalker, in my opinion. He, last time we saw him, just to give everybody the yeah, background. Summary, summer it up. He is gone into likely the unknown regions with Thrawn, 
because they took uh what was it the pergils the pergil, pergil baby the um, they took the pergils and took thrawn and his ship out of the equation like for the foreseeable future for what was happening in the galaxy at that time thrawn was no longer an issue no longer a threat no longer um causing anything so i am wondering if one of the bigger themes of the series is going to be the race between ahsoka and phoenix squadron trying to get ezra and thrawn back versus the empire and catching them first the empire and or as the empire's arm um balin and shin trying to get thrawn and ezra back yeah i like that i like that idea a lot let me ask let me ask the question do we think ezra ezra and thrawn are already back or do you think Thrawn's back and Ezra's not? And I ask only for one reason. In season two of Mando, what does Ahsoka ask that woman? Where is your where master? Is, where is Grand Admiral? Why would she ask that if, like, he's been... That's true. Which means she's looking for Thrawn to then find Ezra. So she knows. So, like, Thrawn... The timelines line up with Mando, though, don't they? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that, yeah, that would... That, yeah, tracks. yeah. But what I'm saying is, is, like, is Thrawn back? This Ezra. might be right when this happens at that point in Mando, where okay. she's like, "What happened? Yeah. Like, where is he? Can't just gone." Yeah, but that is what happened. He's in yeah. the un- unknown regions, and I'm wondering if we're going to get. I touched on it with you guys, um, but a little bit more of the what they touch on in the novels about Thrawn, about his background with the Chris, because they're out in the unknown regions, and I'm wondering if we're going to get a little bit more background on who he is as a character because they've talked about it i've i've seen some stuff in the books i haven't read the books but i've seen some videos about him mm-hmm. um but they haven't touched much on thrawn's background as a character mm-hmm. in they haven't movies or series they haven't done much? They, they haven't really given him much background other than he is a phenomenally intelligent and skillful <clears throat> skillful commander i was i was gonna say very very strategic really the only exposure to him prior to his debut in what season two of rebels i think is when he first came on yeah was it season three i thought he was earlier but Mm -hmm. okay maybe i'm wrong um yeah really the only background that we were given was that he's an art collector he has Mm -hmm. a he has an eye for art because Mm -hmm. that's how you know your enemy exactly well and you know he he had the explanation of when he saw sabine's work yeah uh when he was talking to who was that um i'm blanking on his name the guy that flipped in rebels oh um callus 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 also codenamed fulcrum right fun fact uh so he's he he's got an eye for art and he's a very skillful warrior like you never see him actually like he's he's way more of a he's not gonna overpower you he's a hand-to-hand kind of guy Mm -hmm. yeah exactly and I don't. I, I've always had this sort of suspicion, and correct me if I'm wrong, or this has been depro- disproven. And I've always had a suspicion that he was somewhat force sensitive. I just kind of got that feel. I don't know. I mean, there's nothing. It's hard. It's hard to tell with Ron. I think he has a trilogy out, a book trilogy that I have not read yet. I was going to, and then I read other books. Was but <laughs> like I want to read it, but. From the canon books, there is no okay. There's no explanation that he is. Yeah, I just for whatever reason, it's just always felt open ended to me the way that he was. Because another thing about him that everybody always talked about was his like his strategic mind when it came to battle and preparation like and whatnot. An unnaturally good strategic, right, right, mm-hmm. and and kind of like when when Qui Gon mentions to Shmi Skywalker in Phantom Menace, a, a cinematic masterpiece, I might add. 
that Anakin is such a good pod rate. Freaking loves it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Phantom Menace. I another wow. hill that I will die on Love is it. so overly hated. It is prequels are overly hated. Anyway, well, no, no. not Attack of the Clones, but that's another podcast entirely. Thanks. That one is bad. He Qui Gon says to Shmi Skywalker that he's such a good pod racer because he can see things before they happen. So I kind of, yeah. I kind of got yeah. that vibe with Thrawn a little bit. Yeah. And and again, this is just a hunch. It's never yeah. been anything that's been proven or whatever. Just kind of a feeling that I got. I don't know. Tying into that and looping back to what I was saying, um, I had seen a theory that sort of in that vein, he let Ezra take him to the unknown regions so that he could reconnect with the Chris and his home world okay. and try and help them with that okay. greater, I, could, I could dig that greater, larger. I could dig that. I'm just like Ezra thought he was. He had Thrawn beat, but Thrawn really was the one playing Ezra. Oh my god, that would hurt. Yeah, it's been what that came out in 2014. That is it. Ten? No, wasn't that long? Six, 2016. Damn, wow. It's been. I mean, we haven't known what's going on with Ezra for years. For years, Lars been dying inside. Years. I have been dying inside to know. Dang. Yes. And that's crazy because I didn't watch Rebels until like two, three years ago. Scott and I were watching it live. Mm. And I have been... I can't imagine how... Dude, it's been brutal. You've been blue-balled for the better part of a decade. Oh, man. That that blue ball's about to unload soon. You're looking like Jar Jar walking through with the big blue bombs. That's you. I'm telling you, man. I have been dying to know what is happening. And what I love so much is... I'm on another podcast and I'm the leader of like Star Boys and we did a planets draft. I love Lothal. It's a quality planet. Lothal is beautiful. So like the fact that I get to see Lothal live in real in like live action, I get to see my Loth cats. And I swear to God, if we see Lothal, Loth which you can dive into your theory now, but Loth wolves are an amazing mystical fort sensitive creature that I am so excited. I hope they explore more. I really hope, and I didn't have any problems with Kenobi. Really, I didn't. I, I enjoyed it, but Kenobi kind of got off Tatooine a little quickly. I hope they stay on Lothal. I don't hope, like, not for an extended period of time, but, like, for an episode or two. Give me a little bit more of a, like, a background on Lothal. Show me what's happening. I know that, you know, the Empire's no longer there. Do we know how many episodes Ahsoka's going to be? Eight. Eight? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, also, just before Evan goes on his rant, I also love Lothal. And as I've watched Rebels repeatedly over the last couple years, I've grown a stronger affinity to it so much so that i'm getting a loaf wolf tattooed on my arm pretty soon and i'm very excited about that'll be sweet very excited about amazing like they are literally force sensitive they can talk telepathically like you said that we watched in that video and they're in their force and they can uh, travel through what's called the world between worlds oh yeah yeah, yeah. anyways yeah. Super, super pumped about that but anyway evan i'll defer to you for your rant now the 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 theory slash rant that they're talking about i was i was watching some videos to prep for this um and one of them dove into a theory about Lothwolves, and you both can chime in because I just showed them this video before because it blew my mind. Um, but it dives into how the um, it, it talks about the background of the Lothwolves and how intertwined they are in the Force, and then it goes into the names of Balin and um, Jin. Jin, how their last names are Skull and Hati. And the guy in the video talks about how when um, when Dave Filoni was asked about that, the names were very intentional in why they were chosen to be those names. They weren't accidentally or just came up with. Skull and Hati are both 
um, wolf giants in Norse mythology. And in Norse mythology, the two wolf giants were sent after the moon and the sun, and they're forever chasing them. And the end of the world in Norse mythology, Ragnarok, is when they finally reach those that they catch them and they plunge the world into eternal darkness. Um, mm. To tie this back a little bit into Star Wars, Ahsoka, when she is seen in Tales of the Jedi, goes by the name Ashla, which the original Jedi homeworld had a moon. Um, there were two moons. One was a dark side moon. It was Bogan. 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 Yep. And the light side moon was Ashla. Um, Ashla is also the name of the sister of the Mortis gods when Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka go there in Clone Wars. Also known as the father, the daughter, and the son. Or the daughter. Yes, not the sister. Sorry. Um, Potato, potato. Yeah, yeah. Um, But then when Ahsoka is quote, quote, killed and the daughter is killed by the son, the daughter gives her life force to Ahsoka. so it's a nice way of tying in the Ashla um, things, but the, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong about this. Um, the theory was that the skull and hottie being the wolf characters, the wolf giants in Norse mythology chasing the sun and Ahsoka having the same, or the moon, moon. and Ahsoka having the same name as the Jedi moon. I'm wondering if a big theme of this series is going to be skull and hottie chasing ahsoka whether that's to find ezra and thrawn or if that's for some other yeah so that evan mentioned we just watched the uh the video before jumping on here that was the first that i had ever had any exposure to that theory first of all i love it i I and if, if that dave filoni first of all i'm very excited about the series as a whole because ahsoka is dave filoni's baby like dave dave is not gonna let anybody tell Ahsoka's story other than himself. So the fact that he is very obviously going to have the reins on this project is, is what makes me as optimistic as I am. Second, in, in regards to that theory, I think it's great because we already saw at the end of rebels that Ahsoka has this connection to both Ezra and Phoenix squadron and the world between worlds. And I think that's evident obviously because when Ezra pulled Ahsoka through that portal when she was fighting Vader through time we saw and I don't know the name of the bird but we saw that bird mm-hmm. that is Morai. Morai we saw Morai the bird that is constantly following Ahsoka so I think that shows that like okay yes Ezra was supposed to be there but so was Ahsoka mm-hmm. right so that tells me that with that theory of Skull and Hati chasing the, the, the sun and the moon Ahsoka going as Ashla, which is the name of the the moon or one of the moons from the original Jedi planet. There's obviously like Dave Filoni has to be smarter than that. Like he did. That's not a coincidence. No. Right. He does. Dave Dave Filoni said himself, nothing is an accident in the series. Exactly. All very, very intentional. So that is kind of what puts in my mind the, the tying into the Norse mythology and that sort of theme that's going on here. And that you pair that idea with the interview that, I don't remember the guy's name. The actor that plays Balin Scroll that passed away. Mm-hmm. I don't remember his name. He, in the interview that we also just took a look at, where he was basically saying that Balin has a purpose. And maybe he doesn't necessarily know what that is, but he's on this path. He's on this quest. He very much you know, has his sights set on something. And if somebody comes in between him, he's either going to politely ask you to move away or he's going to swift you away. But that makes me feel like it's not for 
I feel like they're kind of they're throwing a smokescreen at us with that, and I make us think that. I'm also wondering if that is gonna if we're gonna get some introduction. One of the other things that I told you guys about um, was that there's a bigger bad than the empire that other species that was mentioned drawn a blank on their name okay the, um, the chris yeah no the chris is thrawn's keyhole okay it's the 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 gris grills grills something like that grisk there's literally one uh, you guys remember rope bolt yes yes their species okay that's that was thrawn's right hand man who was kind he of was like, basically like thrawn's assassin pretty much yeah grisk so, yeah, it's the, it's the Grisk, and they're. Yes. I'm wondering if we're going to get. A they have a really big part in the Thrawn, the tri- the the Heir of the Empire trilogy. That's mm-hmm. it's not canon anymore, but they got um, saved by Vader, so they worship Vader and the Empire. But they're in, they're all in Rolk. They have the ability to be assassins. So like, I don't yeah. know if they're going to play off that, but I I think that what they're doing is like Disney doesn't. I mean, at least Star Wars, they do a really good job of their trailers where. They don't show too much. Yeah, yeah. I don't like they, they, they show you what you want to see, yeah. or what they want you to see. So what they say. want you to see. So yeah. we're all thinking, oh, we know Thrawn's and he's the bad guy, but who are these other two Jedi? These Sith? Like, right. I don't think they're Sith. They're not. No, they're the color of the, the color lightsaber, of the lightsaber is orange. Yep. And same thing. Like Filoni had a quote about it where he was like, "I intentionally didn't want to make it." Red, pure red for because they're reason. not sick. Yes, which makes me feel like they're not working for Thrawn. They have, I either think that they're a protector of something. I think what we're trying to see is Ahsoka trying to get into the world between worlds to change something. I think they're the protectors I of think, the world between oh, worlds. I think it's that's the how- other way around because you see them in a scene in the trailer slaughter a ship of uh rebels that's true that's that is that's true so i, I think know. it's the other way where they are going to try i think it might be something like balin trying to go back and undo order 66 order 66 something like or that something along those here because Either it way. is it is confirmed that he was in order 66 survivor yeah he was one of the millions apparently hundreds yeah well hundreds haven't to sidebar to sidebar on that hasn't haven't we only seen like 30 something we've only seen 30 out of 100 if there were 10,000 Jedi when that happened in 99% of them died, there's still 100 of them out there. All right. Look, I'm no mathematist, but that seems to add up. Yes. <laughs> I think it adds up, and I'm okay with it. Like, I always struggled with the thought growing up that Luke was the only one. I hated that. I See, also did not I like did not like that. I don't think I ever questioned it, but I like, did. as I get older, I think that- Oh, I questioned it so hard. But also, also, like, another thing, too. I completely forgot where I was going to go with that. Anyway, continue. <laughs> what I am very excited for, I need to look up the name of it, but Sabine Wren is trained with the lightsaber. Yeah. yeah. Well, the darksaber, right? Or is it an actual lightsaber? No, it's Ezra's, it's Ezra's lightsaber. Yeah. She, lost, she lost the darksaber, right? She gave it. She, she gave it to Bo Katan. She gave it to Bo Katan. Bo Katan lost it. What's to his name? Freaking Moff Gideon was like, oh, snap, and broke the damn thing. Yeah, it pissed I, was, me off. I was pissed about that. Tar. Vizsla was the first Mandalorian, Mandalorian Jedi. Jedi. Right. Okay. What if she is a descendant bloodline? Well, that would be interesting. That I, would be interesting, I, but not to kind of, you know, shit on your theory here. Oh, no. We've seen the Vizsla clan in Rebels, in right. Clone Wars. That's right. That's right. Remember, uh, that. pre-Vizsla, I Pre-Vizla. think, was yeah. part of Death Watch. Mm-hmm. I and thought it was Death Watch. Yeah. And then, and wasn't he actually played by, or he was voiced by John Favreau, Correct. I think? Correct. Yeah. Amazing character. Fantastic. Yeah, you're right. Okay, you're right. But, like, but look, I like where your head's at. 
Let's, you know, I want to call a spade a spade. Yeah, thanks. While we're on the topic of lightsabers, I wanted to mention, I don't know if you guys have seen anything about it, but the fact that Shin is wielding Kanan's lightsaber. I cannot, we don't talk about that sweet prince like that. I need to see this first. If that is true, I'm going to sob. I don't believe it. And it's because Thrawn was gifted it. Now that and he gave it to Shin, which is why I believe they're going to be men. working. Okay, so they own that, that is one thing that's interesting to me. Like the fact that she has Kanan's lightsaber, mm-hmm. like that. That I'm, I'm, I'm. Look, I'm just going to venture out on a limb here, and I'm going to take a guess that Hera is not going to be cool with that. No, she will be pissed. Because guess what? She's got a son. His name's Jason. He's probably force sensitive. He's going to want that saber. Oh my god! If I get to see Jason Zendula, I think this- Mark. I think Mark just backed himself into a chub. <laughs> all right, all right, nice man. Not here, Mark. <laughs> like pinch, pinch, you know, pinch, what pinch the tent? Sorry, I don't know what pinch, Maryland pinch people say. Six, six to midnight. Six to midnight. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. If any of you listeners are lost as I am, it's all right. You're not alone. I am just very excited for my rebels people to get to their to get their shine. I will say for as for as long as I've known Mark, he has been like the biggest supporter of the Rebel series. Yes, I just, so it's for this for this to kind of come full circle for him is it's cool to I'm see. I'm so excited. I love them all. I love all the characters. They all equal. I'm just excited. Amazing story. I'm excited to see Chopper's sassy ass in love. I need. Oh he God. needs to massacre. I yeah. need to see him take down. Body count is sky high. I think he's behind R two. I think if I'm correct, you think R two really? got. You think R two's got more than him? Let's look this up because now I now I need to know. Quick sidebar: Do we think Maroc, that one um, shielded with the circular the lightsaber? Do we think he's the eighth brother? Yes. And I think he's the last... Um, last Inquisitor. Last remaining. Inquisitor. I, I think that would the be a really... Similar, but it's not like exact. So I'm not yeah, sure if that's which, like live I mean, adaptation. Seen, I was going to say, we've, we've seen, you know, inequities there. compared from yeah. taking cartoon to live action. So that might be it. Um, I think that would... If Exhibit that is... Grand Inquisitor. If it is, in fact, the last Inquisitor, I think that's a perfect way for them to kind of be done with the Inquisitor. The, yeah, I agree the whole thing because like i mean it's it's cool and it was it was a good idea like when rebels was just starting out vader has this clan of basically hitmen <laughs> to rid the the outliers of the jedis but now it's like between rebels as a whole between jedi fallen order and jedi survivor like we've seen that these inquisitors inquisitors really don't hold a candle to anybody that's been trained as a jedi yeah like i don't i don't think there's there's nothing there. So no, I, I think if if that's the if the one that we saw in the trailers is the last one, like I think that's a good way to get rid of them. I agree. And no, I don't think we need more Inquisitors. I agree. They the whole theory that it's Star Killer, it's Ezra, it's just stop it. No, like those are the theories. That's a stretch. Those are the theories that ruin Star Wars for people because they get their hopes up for shit like that. Like Mace Windu is gonna be the one that saves Grogu. He just got thrown out of a fucking window. No, he's not. He's alive. He's alive, but he's not gonna. Why? He's not gonna. No. Mace, yeah. Mace Windu and Tupac, two dudes that are alive. Oh, I still don't know who Tupac is. Yeah, what? It's the biggest disappointment I've ever. Oh heard my god! Tupac. Like <laughs> when I think of Tupac, I think of Biggie. Like the the guy that was like Biggie and Rob. Big skater guy? You mean Biggie and Tupac? Notorious B.I.G. is like Biggie, rapper. Not only he was a rapper, they Are you thinking? Are you thinking of Rob Deerdeck? Yes. And 
and Big Black. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I move never, on. You move on. See move on. I've never seen Dante more disappointed. This is I have seen Dante pissed after sports loss, after sports loss, after gambling loss, after say, sports loss. He has never looked more disappointed than he does right now. Oh, but I have a great question as to Ezra. Are we going to see a lot of him? No. no. I don't think we're going to see I a think lot. you see him finale. I was thinking either somehow as like a they cut to Ezra and Thrawn early in the season. You don't see like a ton of him until last I episode. I think too. honestly I I think and I forget where I heard this first, but there's like an old theme in like storytelling, filmmaking, TV, whatever, where it's like you introduce by name something, a person, a mm. place, a thing, but you never actually see it. There's a word for it and it's like it's been used in filmmaking forever. I think that's maybe not what they're going to do, but that's what they should do. I agree. I don't keep the audience in suspense. There's and there's so we've much. already we've already seen in a couple trailers. Uh, I think Sabine has like a hollow message. Yeah, we've already seen. We've seen that, so we know that's probably going to come in the first or second episode. Probably the first. It's going to probably be one of the first. Well, and you, that's kind of what I think him too. In Sabine's art. The sort of exactly. Yeah, which that, I, that's that's cool. But as far as like actually seeing Ezra, I think. He should just be somebody that's mentioned, but not actually then, seen until yes, we absolutely need to see him. Wait. Until at least the penultimate of... Wait. Yeah. Wait for that. Let there be the finale thing. You know what I mean? Build, build to a bigger payoff. I agree. Yeah. And then I think kind of like my last question is like, do you guys think we're actually going to get World Between Worlds? Yeah, I the, think we have to. Scene, the one scene in the trailer is like in it. World Between Worlds. Are we sure about that, though? That's what I think. That's what I think. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna no, 100. The scene with Balin. I know. I've it's seen. It. I know. It's, I know. It's in World Between Worlds. Yeah. I see. I know the scene that you're referring to. I don't know that it's confirmed that that takes place in the World Between Worlds because, and I'm gonna shout out Todd, which apparently I don't do, but I'm doing it for like the third time this week. Anyway, neither here nor there. <laughs> apparently, that has a tie-in to Knights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. And I don't okay. know why or how because I've never played it's the video game. Neither if I. I if I'm correct, if I remember, I know it goes back to the um the Ice Age playing this game, but it's like this grand map of the unknown. Okay. So that's my only thing is it looks like World Between Worlds. Right. That but that's what I thought it was at first. There is no way they're going to show us World Between Worlds in a trailer. There's just that's too big. That changes the dimensions of Star Wars. And like, the only the only way I think they do show it to us is if they're kind of just like conceding the fact that like, oh, everybody's just expecting it, so this is what we're gonna give them. There's no way. But even I, like and and you and I, Mark, talk about this with Marvel all the time. Marvel lives for their theater reactions and they're you know hey check it out like even for something that's coming right like they they live for that and i think star wars is no different so i'm kind of with you i would be surprised if they gave us a live action world between worlds first look in a trailer so that's that's kind of why i don't think that's that's like there are certain things i'm slightly bringing my expectations down on i think what i'm just most excited for is to see my beloved rebels get the screen time and the love that they deserve there are so many people that i know i will not name names because i'm I don't want to be a petty bitch, but there's so many people, even in my close circle of people in my life, they're like, I'm not there. I can't watch Rebels. I just can't do it. It's just, it's the cartoon, the cartoons get to me. And then after, George. right. And then after it's done, they're like, oh my God. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm like, I know. Yeah. It's George. Incredible. Remember when George literally did that with Clone Wars? Yes. <laughs> 
Yes. Like, and, and Scoot, for that matter. There are so many people that are, because it's cartoon, there's no value. Mm-hmm. It's, I watched the end of season two of Rebels when Ahsoka is facing off against Vader on Malachor. It is Star Wars. I think it is my favorite bit of Star Wars content since Disney has taken over. I would argue that Rebels and Clone Wars has more value to the Star Wars universe than the entirety of the sequels. Without a doubt. If Wait, someone, I think there's definitely an argument to be made. For sure. Someone told me pound, that. Pound for pound? I, I think yeah. even one of those is more value, especially considering the direction they're going in. Rebels alone probably has more value than. I mean, there's there's cer- certainly an argument to be made. It's so, for sure. It's just so wholesome. Brand new characters that you just fell in love with that now we're gonna get. I mean, fucking Loath Cats alone. I want one. Loath Wolves. I mean, Loath Wolves. I mean, he's getting a freaking tattoo for a reason. They're incredible. That scene where they go into the cave Dude. and they're like blocked in, and he turns on his saber and the eyes just show up. Mm-hmm. And it's, a, it's so good. It's awesome. I can't wait. I also think it's really cool too. Going back to again, going back to this video, I think it's really cool that Dave Filoni actually acknowledged the fact that loath wolves aren't necessarily one side or the other, and likened them to the Bendu. Yeah, I think that's really like. It, it kind of felt like a throwaway comment in that video that we watched, but I think it holds it holds some weight because Absolutely. it goes back to, and I said this to you for a while, I think Ahsoka, they're kind of pointing her towards the direction of a gray Jedi. So, and I have to take it one step further, mm-hmm. back to the Phantom Menace cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> I have long said that Phantom Menace is the biggest dropped opportunity from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I think Qui-Gon was Qui-Gon was exactly what a Grey Jedi was, should have been. That and Maul, but we don't have to get into Maul right now. So I think I think on top of everything else that Maul should have been made on. Maul yeah uh, Maul should have been off Maul not making him but I that's you were saying he should have no, been no, 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 sorry, sorry, yeah that was a little ambiguous. Yeah. But <laughs> no. I think they are finally realizing what they had there. Not necessarily even with Qui-Gon, just, you know, the, the potential of having a gray Jedi and what that could have meant to the story. So I think they're kind of directing Ahsoka that way. Yeah. And having three groups of characters now with Bendu, with the Loath Wolves, and now with Ahsoka, because she clearly said in season two, say that. That's, I'm no Jedi. There's, it's not a coincidence that Dave Filoni has shown us two Force-sensitive beings or creatures that in my opinion, are the definition of balance. Yeah. They have both light and dark. You yeah. cannot you cannot have balance. If One you can't survive without the other. So what is Ahsoka? And, and in my opinion, I will take you one step further. I think Kanan is the epitome of what a perfect Jedi should have been. Yes. The Jedi order. I agree. You can't love. You can't love anyone. You only serve the order. So that is why Anakin failed. Because he wasn't allowed to love. What? Well, Anakin was also horny, but continue. Well, correct. But aren't we all? I, I was I was gonna say you can't fault him. Padme was fine. Ridiculous. <laughs> 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 I knew you were going to say. So those, those those buns in the grass, man. <laughs> when you see when that when that tiger thing ripped her shirt in half, golly. Wait, reel it in. Reel it in. It's, it's the only good thing about Attack of the Clones. Relax. So, relax. Reeling it in. When you look at Kanan, what did Kanan do? His sacrifice. Had a kid. Well, which I still think he impregnated her with the force. Yeah, I just. Different. There was like no, a Smee thing? I don't know. Yes. Kind of. He pushed her hard with the force. He did. But he 
because of his love for Ezra, Sabine, and Hera, he sacrificed himself for them. For his love. Not because he was doing it for the Order. It's what he's supposed to do. It's true. He literally did it out of love. So that is why I think Ahsoka is going to kind of follow that path of... And I don't... I texted you about this. I don't know if I texted you about this. In the new canon Old Republic... High Republic? High Republic books. There's a thing called a Wayseeker. They are... I've heard of them. They're pretty much like a 1099 to the, Je- to the Jedi Order. They do not follow their code. Yeah, they're a mercenary. They're pretty much like, if we need backup, you are a Force-sensitive human that's not a Sith. We're going to call you. Yeah. And they kind of teeter on the line of good and bad. And... It gives me set hearth vibes. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Mm. He was more for, like... He pleasure. definitely teeters that line between Dark Jedi and... Wayfind, Wayseeker, Wayfinder. He was way more. But anyway, leaning. that 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 that's the kind of that's the vibe that I get when I think of that. Nice prop name. That's nice. That I respect that. That is high level shit right there. It, Evan's like, who is that? Read read the main trilogy. The trilogy. I haven't read. I have oh, not read oh, a single dude. Star Wars. Oh, dude. Oh, the books are. I've heard that they're from the books are amazing here. No. Oh, they're amazing. But I I'm just excited to see where they take it. So because there's one more thing, and then we'll kind of round this up. Oh, I got questions. For me? Yeah. I also have a question for you. Okay. Of course we got a question. Okay. Ahsoka, at the end of Rebels. Now, Filoni has talked about the end of Rebels and how we see the sequence of the, the, the narrative that Sabine was talking, of all of them kind of going through. All the different flashes are at different times, so we don't know when that takes place. The one that I want to see is when Ahsoka shows up in white. Dave Filoni loves Lord of the Rings. And he's, he said... The gray versus the white. Yes. Yeah. I want to see when is, she shows up. This is new to me. When she shows up at the end, she shows up in a, in a white robe to get Sabine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We see Sabine, that exact shot. But Sabine... But that I, I, I'm confused about the timeline. I need to see when she kind of graduates into... And you know, when you see Ahsoka... Oh, I see her what you're I understand what you're she's in gray. Right, right. Okay, I understand what you're saying. And he, he, I never thought about that. Me. If this was anyone else... Right. Disney, I'm like, they probably forgot. Yeah. Not Dave. This right. is his baby. Right. He doesn't goof off with Rebels. Rebels was his baby. Soka was his baby. He's not going to goof off and let that go without us knowing where did he, she, when did she become like this white, Gandalf the white. One of my favorite things about Dave Filoni, and this goes, this goes back to like when he was like first starting out with Star Wars. Um, I think it was when they were doing Rogue One potentially. And, when you see Vader in the suit, Dave Filoni, it, it's this is a very famous sort of interview or I'm sure you've seen the clip, but Dave Filoni was like, um, you know, you got some of the buttons wrong mm-hmm. on Darth Vader's chest module thing. Mm-hmm. And it was like very early on in his days at Disney. So that I think is just basically a microcosm of how he looks at not just Ahsoka, but like Star Wars in general, right? Like he's, like you said, he's not going to let something like that just happen by accident. Everything that he does is calculated. Yep. He has fine tooth combed through everything mm-hmm. in regards to the series and everything that he has his hand in. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I for something you. like that to happen, like there's a reason for it. And I told you that he did a pre-biz, never happened before. This is the first time in any live action Star Wars that they've done where he... He sat down himself and made a cartoon previs for each episode, so the directors would know what direction he wants the episode to look like and feel like. Yeah, that is how serious my king is about this. He ain't playing. 
He wants to see. So I'm just so ready. My president. For 2024. Let's go. And he's under 80, so we're 90, so we're good. Filoni, Mc- Filoni McConaughey. Oh, McConaughey Filoni. I got it. That's fine with me. Yeah. I got to give my boy Look, yeah, Two cowboy hats. It works. Oh, they do. They one's do. got way better hair, though. Oh. And then the other one's Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yes. Okay. yes. Uh, I'm I'm ready. I'm just so excited to see every. I, I'm excited. I'm not even. I'm, I'm I'm jacked up. I'm jacked up. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. pumped. It's, it's time. It's time. We have been waiting a long time for this. Yeah. Or I mean, I, I have. I'm hoping that it may, meets or exceeds our expectations. I'm hoping we I'm don't. Kind of with you, though, Mark. I'm trying to temper my expectations just now because a I bit, just a little bit. But I just I keep going back to the whole Filoni thing. Like he's not going to let it no. be disappointed. He's I just I, fa- I I just I refuse to think about that. I've got faith in him. Yeah, me I too. too. Me and too. It's going to exceed. Hold on, my two cats are fighting. Hold on. Um, quick sidebar then while Mark's wrangling taming, cats. literally <laughs> yeah, taming his cats. Um. Oh, the Orioles are winning five to two. Shout out. Oh, hey, here we go, baby. Um, how much do you think we see of Ahsoka and her interaction with Luke I don't think anything I don't think any and I you know at the point I'm cool with not seeing Luke at all I'm gonna just say I think I think she may CGI Luke again right I think she may I think she may reference it once or twice which I think would bring some value as far as actually seeing him I don't think we need to nope because I'm just wondering how they tie that into Luke and his we never, think, we never get actual actual content about Luke and right. what he's doing his rebuilt Jedi order yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly I think I think yeah I think it'll, it'll it won't be anything more than a reference I think we might get a couple you know call it fan service or whatever but I think we might get a couple lines where she talks about you know the lineage of Vader and his family his traits being passed down to his son and what she knows about his son I think we might get stuff like that I don't think we'll get any flashbacks. I don't think we'll get any live action. I don't think we'll get any, you know, scenes like that. I I, I just don't see a need for Luke I agree. in the series. I have heard, do you think we get flashbacks with Hayden Christensen? So that was my next question. So Hayden Christensen has been rumored. So there's two there's two ways this is going to happen. And I absolutely one, do. I, 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 think I, it'll, I think it is similar to how they flashback to we want. Agreed, for sure. I need, I don't want that. I don't want that. Okay. I want an Anakin Force Ghost to communicate Ooh, and say, I, I need well. him to call her snips. And if that happens and she says, Spy Guy, I'm, my nipples are hard right now. I will, will be in a lot of trouble that night if that happens. Because, whoa. No, no. Like, like I'll be sick. Whoa. So oh, that's not how I took it. Oh. <laughs> like, I'm going to be, she's going to be consoling me. Because, like, man, now I see how. I can see he's how- already crying. <laughs> I am like that would be perfect. Like she is meditating. We hear Hayden Christensen. He comes in a force ghost. Oh yeah, her snips. Because the last time that they interacted was on Malifor, and they were villains. There yeah. has been no closure, and it's time for closure for those two. Oh, Soka nice. needs it. Anakin needs it. I. I didn't even think about that. I, oh, and if we're going to Darth Vader, Anakin, the last time that she talked to Anakin oh, was when they were working together in, uh, in, in, yeah, in Clone Wars. Clone Wars I will say, I watched it today. 
there is a snippet where you can see Anakin come through that Vader scene. You can see it in his eyes. No, I'm talking about when they... No, no, I know. When it was Ahsoka and... um, When it was Ahsoka, Obi-Wan, they were talking on the Star Cruiser. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right before they had to go off and save Palpatine, where it connected perfectly with that movie when she went off to go to... Mandalore? To, yeah. to, to interject, Gunnar Henderson hit a home run tonight, by the oh way. God. Only, we're only in the second inning. Anyway, Ladies sorry. Gentlemen, Gunnar Henderson is my man crush. He's who I'm voting for president. But when you watch, go back and watch that scene between Vader mm-hmm. and Ahsoka, you can see Anakin creep through. Okay. Just for a split second. It's a really beautiful moment. Oh. And I mean, you also, just got you, also get, you also get a taste of that with Kenobi, too. What's up, boys? We got the boys. We're at a play. It is late, so we're gonna wrap. We're gonna wrap this up. So, Mark, real quick before we finish up, and you have to, you know, actually be a responsible human being. I have one question, then we're good. All right, Evan, you go first because I want mine to be the last question. Last character that we haven't really touched on: the droid, Professor Huyang. What do we think is going to be going on with him? Do we think like? Um, touching back to what you're talking about with Sabine, Sabine being lightsaber trained, do we think we're going to see her building her own lightsaber? So no, because that I think she's going to fix it because that is Ezra's lightsaber. Okay. So I think he's going. I think we're going to see that droid. It was just a, a droid that they yeah. showed in the trailer. So I'm wondering how big his role is going to be. Okay. He'll be pretty. He'll be okay. What's yeah. yours? So my question for you. Do you think you you talk about Hayden Christensen and flashbacks with Ahsoka and the potential connect there? Do you think that there will be any sort of live action flashback or for force ghost of Kanan communicating with Hera? No, no. Freddie Prince Jr. has made it very clear, very clear. He's not coming back. That sounds exactly like somebody who's coming back would want you to think. Yeah, but he like. I would agree, but Freddie Prince Jr. doesn't play. That man, he has come out and massacred verbally Star Wars fans and Star Wars itself. He's like, the more, he's like, I hated coming back for Rise of Skywalker. Dave called him and was like, are you willing to come back? He says, no, I do not want to come back for my, my, my role. He's like, cause then that devalues more of Kanan's sacrifice because we keep seeing him. He's like, I wanted Kanan to die and never hear from him again. So <laughs> what I love every second of it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I would go, I would go to the tattoo parlor. He would go feral. Oh, yeah. I would become pregnant. He'd be on the ceiling. (laughs) Yeah. Ew. (laughs) No. What? I said you would be on the ceiling. Oh. Mark. Oh. Get your mind out of the gun. I took that in completely. So are you excited for Ahsoka, Bubba? Oh, yeah. What are you most excited for? Who do you want want to see? Who are you most excited to see in Ahsoka? Ezra. Ezra's your boy, isn't it? Nice. And the Lowe's movie, we were just talking about your favorite team. What's your favorite team? Season four? In the cave? In the cave when he turns on his lightsaber? What do the Lowe's wolves do? <laughs> Remember the Lowe's wolves come out? No, they're tired. So, well, okay. ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you, boys. Thank you for being here. Absolutely, dude. I got two Lovely. tired monkeys on my hand. Thank, thank you for having us. Absolutely. Appreciate what a it. pleasure. What a pleasure this was. This Hope I hope it's not the last time before you move. No, it definitely won't I be. I hope you get another. I, I got a couple months. It so. definitely won't be. Maybe uh, you know what? Maybe we'll do a little wave pod crossover, and we'll get you guys on for a uh, top five draft. Oh yes, yes. I'm gonna have to do some research. 
No, no, we 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 draft miscellaneous stuff. Oh, so perfect. Yeah. Not all, not all sports. Soccer. I got soccer going for me, and that's about it. Not all sports related. <laughs> so yeah, maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll do something like that. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk offline. We'll talk. We'll, fun we'll talk offline on a secret server. Circle back. You know, so we'll circle back, baby. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for listening. We will be back again. Hope you guys enjoy uh, Ahsoka when it comes out. Please watch it. Please love it. And boys, take us out. Tweet us and IG us your thoughts on both our takes and the episode when it comes out. Please, please roast us if we were wrong. And uh, what's your what's your what's your what's your handles? Uh, my Instagram is Evan underscore Peters fourteen. Uh, and my Instagram and Twitter are both the same. It's at the real D Frezza. Mm-hmm. And you can also follow the Wave Podcast on in Instagram and Twitter. And I think we're on TikTok actually too. Uh, at the wave pod sd Stop. if you guys like if you guys like sports and you're not following us i mean you're just doing it wrong it's quality podcast you're it missing is. out it is there there scott and dante have chemistry unparalleled unmatched it is yes it, it is unmatched for for some of your wrestling fans cuz i know there's some there's some crossover there it's like roman reigns and paul Heyman. that's me and scoop Jesus, that is way too accurate <laughs> that hurts it's so accurate it's true who's who <laughs> I'll leave that up for you guys to decide. Mm, I have my theory. DM him your thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Take it out with the, with the signature. May the broom be with you. Yeah. Yeah.